Look, we have a lot of fun here at Remember the Game Industries. You've all heard my obnoxious, high-pitched laugh on the show. I love it. Video games are fun. The Simpsons are funny. It's good times. You know what isn't fun? Shopping for razors. And I don't mean that to sound sarcastic. It genuinely sucks. That's why you shouldn't shop for razors. You should just get them delivered by Harry's. Pick up a $3 trial set at harrys.com RTG and see what I'm talking about. I'm not going to stop beating the Harry's drum because it's a drum worth beating. The best razors on the market at better prices than the crap at the store and they're delivered to you. It's like a shaving cheat code. You've heard me say it. I have been a Harry's customer since I was driving a forklift at a company I'm not allowed to name but you all know who it is and sure my beard gets some praise now but i was a stubble guy for a long time and i still use harry's blades to keep the edges of my beard crisp so it looks like i have a jawline and if you've ever tried to shave along the edges of a beard you know that you can go through blades fast because there's a lot of weeds to whack in there but harry's blades just keep coming back for more i'm not just saying it there's so much better than the junky stuff you get at the store that means a faster cleaner shaving and two you buy less blades because they last longer the best razors for less money brought right to your door i don't know how else to say this harry's is on top for a reason the best reviews in the business customizable delivery schedules so you get them when you need them i can't see a reason not to use Harry's. Getting ripped off isn't funny. Switch to Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash RTG. That's harrys.com slash RTG for a $3 trial set. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Remember the Game. It is my retro gaming podcast where every week a buddy of mine and I sit down and we geek out about the games we played back in the day. My name is Adam Blank. Thank you so much for listening to the show. And this week it is episode 258 and we're going a little off the beaten path that we know so well. And instead of talking about a game we played back in the day, we're talking about a movie based on a game we played back in the day. Kind of, because it's really not... This is a pretty this is a fucking shitty movie. We're talking 2005's Doom, starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson. And I remember when this movie came out all those years ago, and I really wanted to see it because I like Doom. I like The Rock, especially back when he was still occasionally Wrestler Rock. Uh, but then the reviews started coming out just ripping it a new ass, and uh, I just did what the internet told me to do and skipped over it. Uh, but now I'm, I'm bored, I'm old, I'm slowly catching up on all the old movies I missed out on over the years, and I thought... One of two things is going to happen. Either Doom is not as bad as people say that it was, or it is as bad as people say that it was. Uh, both could turn into a decent podcast. And uh, truth is, I think it might actually be worse than people said that it was, which I was not expecting. As far as whether or not that made uh, for a decent podcast, you'll have to give it a listen and find out for yourself. Because honestly, this might be the worst fucking movie I've ever seen in my life. Oh, and just a quick heads up. We are going to spoil it. We're going to spoil this movie, so if you haven't seen it, you're welcome for the spoilers because maybe we'll be able to make sure you don't waste 104 precious minutes of your precious life. And we'll get to all that in just a minute because speaking of wasting the precious minutes of your precious life, it's time for another edition of the Remember the Game Infamous Intro. Dun, 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 dun. 
If you're new to the well, or if you're new to the welcome, fuck me. It's, I'm a little bit hungover. It was a long weekend of camping. Uh, if you're new to the podcast, welcome aboard. And consider this your warning. Our intros are kind of long, but they're fun, and I can guarantee you that our intros are not quite as bad as the Doom movie. Not a guarantee, but I think I think it's a pretty safe guarantee. So, uh, anyway, if you do want to skip the intro, you're just here for Doom movie talk. Go about 30 minutes up the road, and you'll be into the whole blah 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 blahing. But I recommend giving our intro a chance. We talk video games and stuff. It's actually pretty fun. I do have to do the plugs. It's how we keep the bills on. Y'all know it. Uh, we have merch. We have hoodies, t-shirts, coffee mugs, posters, all kinds of stuff. Rocking incredible art drawn by my man Joe from 4545creative.com. You can find all our merch at rememberthegamepodcast.com. If you're interested, it's a great way to support the show. And of course, if you don't do clothes, I get it. It's summer. You want to be out there getting your tan on. Uh, you could always your bronze on, pardon me, as the kids say. Uh, you could always just support us on the old Patreon box. We uh, I, I consider it about the best value in the history of the internet. Quick note, as I've been saying for a couple of weeks now, now, as of August 1st, our monthly $2 tier will be $3, and an extra dollar will go to the cost of advertising this podcast, maybe doing a little bit of traveling to some expos and things, trying to grow the, the hot dog pot that is Remember the Game. So on the negatives, but I guess it's, I don't even want to spin it like that, I guess, I guess it's a negative because I am asking for an extra dollar, but, but, but. First of all, our annual subscriptions will remain at the $2 a month price point if you want to sign up for the year. And number two, we've got a new perk beginning August 7th. We are taking Purple Monkey Dishwasher, our Simpsons podcast, motherfucking weekly. Beginning August 7th, every week, Purple Monkey Dishwasher goes live. So if you sign up at one of our tiers, uh, you can get yourself a new podcast every day, Monday through Friday. So every every Monday. Beginning August 7th, Purple Monkey Dishwasher, our Simpsons podcast, hosted by myself and Mark McHugh. Every Tuesday, it's The Rambling Idiot, where I talk about my comedy career, TV, movies, sports, whatever's on my mind. Every Friday, it's Game Patch, where I take a look at all the biggest news in modern video games and all that good stuff. And Expansion Pass goes live every Thursday. That's a different show each week. We do rankings, character, console, uh, retrospectives. There's some comedy episodes. There's a ton of modern game reviews. This past week, it was Expansion Pass number 170. And it was one of our modern gaming reviews. I, I reviewed AEW Fight Forever, the debut wrestling game from All Elite Wrestling. I'm a big, big fan of their TV product. I love wrestling games. I, I thought the game was hit and miss, but a lot of the emphasis was placed on the miss, sadly. But uh, anyway, as is becoming tradition, here is a sneak peek of last week's episode of Expansion Pass, my AEW Fight Forever review. So I was so... So fucking excited for AEW Fight Forever for a couple of reasons. And number one being that they have constantly compared it to those Nintendo 64 wrestling games and calling it the spiritual successor to those games and getting a lot of the developers back that worked on those Nintendo 64 wrestling games. And Kenny Omega himself, the wrestler, has been involved in the development of this game. He's a big gamer. He grew up playing those games. And I was thinking, about, like, I'll be honest, I've never hidden the fact I'm not the world's biggest Kenny Omega fan, but... I know that he knows his video games and I know he knows his wrestling video games and I presume he knows AEW because he fucking helps run the company. So I'm like, this dude knows what's up. He's going to make sure that he's talking a great game. I have no reason to believe that this game isn't going to be spectacular because this dude knows what so many of us wrestling fans are looking for. And now that I've been playing it for about a month, like I definitely see the influence of WWF No Mercy and those other Nintendo 64 wrestling games in it. You see the influence in the control scheme and the graphics and the way it, it runs. It, I see it for sure, but...
So that's now available on our archives. And this week, it's Expansion Pass 171. It's the final Expansion Pass of the month, which means the patrons get to pick what we talk about. And the 10 worst games that I've played since launching Remember the Game ran away with the poll. If you don't know, a little while back, I counted down the 10 best games that I have played since starting Remember the Game. And now we're going to go the opposite way. It should be a fun episode. Good chance to vent a little bit, which I always appreciate. So again, subscription started a couple of bucks. So you get a new podcast every week, instant access to hundreds, hundreds of ad-free bonus podcasts, plus the ability to join our Discord, the chance to vote in our Patreon poll every month, the ability to submit comments for all of our shows. You can DM with me and you even get a shout out and get to hear me mispronounce your name like I'm about to do to most of these people. A huge thank you to all of our newest patrons. Geeky Dad Bod, Retro Rewired, Duke Skywalker, Bryce Joel, Nick PR, I Have No Time to Play, Tone Tonio, Elliot081, Dustin G, Denacious P, you guys sound like a band, Dustin G and Tenacious, Denacious P, I like that, Jesse, Nothing Could Possibly Go Wrong, Oscar Andino, and Seth Terra. I don't think I fucked any of those up this week, fuck yeah, look at me, uh, thank you all so much for the support, and welcome to Remember the Game Industries, you can find all of that at patreon.com slash remember the game, and don't forget, 5% of our Patreon income gets donated to charity and we offer annual subscriptions that'll save you your 12th month fees. And finally, you can find me on Twitch. I might not be on there much this week. I'm kind of busy, but I'll be on there soon. Uh, Twitch.tv slash game. If you want to come by and say hi, that's enough blowing myself. Let's blow some of you by blowing in some cartridges. It is our opening segment here on the show. We read a few comments and questions from our patrons, usually gaming related, but not always. And we call this segment Blowing in the Cartridge. He blows all right. He blows big time. That's it, honey. Get into the spirit. Let's blow in our first blower this week is Smooth Operator who wrote in and said, Hey Adam, I just wondered if you could stop calling the Sega Mega Drive a Sega Genesis. Sorry, but it just sounds so wrong. We here in the city of Great Britain know best. Ah, do ya? Because, I mean, one of you called me a rambling idiot and a band from your city flies here every week when they don't have to. I don't know. I don't know. Truth be told, if you don't know, I actually mentioned this on an episode of the show a couple years ago. Um, I had no idea the Sega Mega Drive and the Sega Genesis were the same console. It was like not until well into adulthood that I realized that like, oh, that's just what they call the Sega Genesis over there. Just like how you call French fries chips or whatever the fuck it is. Uh, so no, I'm not going to call it the Sega Mega Drive because name shouldn't rhyme. I think it sounds silly. I'll be sticking with Gen- Genesis. Sounds so epic. Genesis is like... That sounds like a fucking alien creature come to Earth to wow all our eyeballs with incredible video games. Sega Mega Drive? That just sounds like a toy. So I'm sticking with Genesis. Am I so out of touch? No, it's the Brits who are wrong. Uh, and Matteo wrote in and said, I've seen people, including you, Adam, talk about their love of game manuals. Do you think GameStop producing their own manuals for games as a free bonus would help support physical game sales in the long run? It would likely need some help from the publishers, which may not be willing in fast turnaround times, but it seems like a simple way to give players an incentive to buy physical. I, I don't know. I Honestly, I'm not, I'm not convinced that that, yeah, I'm not I'm not trying to poo-poo on your proposal, Matteo, because I, I do love a good me I do love reading a good video game manual. But I just I and I, I it would for what it's worth, it wouldn't convince me to start buying physical. Uh to get a manual produced by GameStop. So I'm honestly just curious to you listeners out there, would that would that be enough to get you to uh go buy a physical game instead? I don't I don't think I don't think it, I, 
I don't know. I don't think it would. Personally, I think, I just, I don't know what, I, we go around in the circle every once in a while. I really don't know what they can do at this point. Like, unless they can fucking like stop game pass and PlayStation plus and things. I just don't know what you can do to save physical. Cause it's not just the manuals, right? Like it's higher cost to the developers. That's why like they want you to buy digital because they want you to buy digital so bad because the physical game market takes money out of their pocket with used game sales. Uh, there's the cost of printing the games, shipping them out, all that kind of stuff. Digital. It's just there. Um, and I think I don't, I mean, I don't know. I love a manual, but I don't know if, if that would save them or not. I don't know how you save them. That's why I don't own a GameStop. That's why. Uh, Sir, Bu Thank you, Matteo, for writing in. Sir Bustalot said, Hey, Adam, last night I took advantage of something I feel gets a little overlooked, the Patreon Discord, particularly the Play Games Together channel. I had the pleasure of playing with a few members of the community, and I had a blast. Mario Party and Mario Kart with like-minded individuals, and I'm sure any game that gets played would be great. All the fellas were extremely welcoming, and just a few drinks and lots of laughs. I had an amazing Friday night, and now that I've done it, I can't wait to indulge fully and take full advantage of making new gaming friends and being more in tune with the community. Yes, admittedly, I read this partially because it is a plug for our discord which is available at our patreon or for our patrons but yeah no seriously if you listen to this and you are one of our patrons don't shy away from the play games together channel it's pretty dope uh they have all kinds like they play tons of games in there i know they play among us they play mario kart they play mario party they play street fighter they play diablo there's all kinds of shit and uh it's really cool agreed i i shy away from playing online as you all know i'm primarily a single player guy but uh, I hop into the games with the community once in a while, and I'm like, man, maybe the internet isn't all that all that scary. It's like a little ref. It's like a little a little. Uh, I almost called them a, a refuse, but it's refuge. Yeah, a little refuge. A little. It's it's good. It's they're nice people. They're not. I'm very foggy today. I'm trying. They're not as shitty as a lot of the internet. Well said, Sir Bustalot. That's where we're going here. Elliot081 said, Mr. Blank, what do you think Nintendo should do with the future of Zelda? Do you think they can ever match the scale of Tears of the Kingdom? Or if they could just, or should they just go back to the basics? I know more Breath of the Wild style games would probably get more sales, but I would love to see a modern rendition of the classic Zelda formula with some 2D games in between releases. A couple of people, I know Johnny from Virginia wrote in as well, asking about the... Uh, the five percent or the the five percent. Sorry, I just saw that on my computer pop up. The battery thing. Uh, asked about the future of Zelda as well and what to do. I honestly don't know. They've said that they're gonna draw on Tears of the Kingdom and Breath of the Wild for inspiration for future Zelda games, and I think there's definitely. I think there's a market for both. Like with with Mario, you know, they do a Mario Odyssey, but now we've got Mario Bro, uh, Super Mario Brothers Wonder coming out, which is a classic 2D Mario game. I think Zelda can do both. I would like to see them do both. We know Metroid Prime Four is in the works, which I'm assuming will be first person shooter, but they just dropped Metroid Dread like a year ago, and it was fucking incredible. Uh, I would love to see the next Zelda game be a classic top down 2D style Zelda game, and then when you're ready to drop another big heavy hitter triple like 3D one, then 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 do it. Uh, I, I think they will look at going both ways, and I think they should. I, one of the things I like, and I'm not even the world's biggest Zelda fan, but one of the things I like about Zelda is the fact that uh, they, they change it up game by game. They're not all the same. I'm a big fan of that. So, and I'm, My favorite Zeldas are primarily 2D top-down Zelda, so I can't help but say that's what I would prefer. But I, don't th I think they'd be really making a massive mistake if they got away from the Breath of the Wild, Tears of the Kingdom formula. So uh, in the words of a famous little girl from a taco commercial, why not both? I love those commercials. 
Uh, Bryce Joel said, Hey, Adam, just wanted to tell you how much your dumbass voice means to me. Thank you. The last six months or so have been the toughest of my life so far. And remember, the game has soothed me as I gradually go through the backlog of your episodes and even convinced me to let myself play video games again as an adult after establishing they were a waste of time when I have more important things to do. I can't explain to you how significant it's been to just let myself wind down with a game while I'm clocked in working from home and also while listening to you shoot the shit. It brings me back to childhood and reminds me of watching my older brother play SNES in the summer. Anyway, I've been in and out of podcasts before, but yours is the first I stuck with i think you're a charming stupid idiot and you need to have my money thanks for all you do and reinforcing what a good use of time gaming is to anyone who thinks it's a waste thank you and keep it up oh also have you ever talked about how stupid it is they put batteries in old carts i dug out a gba game that doesn't keep the internal clocking system anymore since the battery died and it's such a bummer uh okay so thank you bryce for the kind words i hope you're doing well and thank you for the support to get to the battery thing i don't know i mean i guess in hindsight it's frustrating but as a kid that couldn't finish Mario Brothers 3 because I couldn't save and I always had to turn it off, I would kill for the battery saves. So I'm pro battery saves. Uh, I think, do not quote me on this. Do, because I'm an idiot and it's probably over my head. My understanding, though, is that they're pretty easy to replace. I was trying to figure out how I want to say that. I think they're pretty easy to replace. So look into that. Uh, so yeah, I'm pro batteries, even though they do suck when they explode. I agree. Um, and it, I just quickly wanted to touch on Bryce's point too. I do get a lot of messages from people that say that, that say, uh, you know, video games, I thought they were a waste of time. And then you kind of brought me back to them and stuff like that. I get it. Cause I go through that phase as well. Uh, I just want to make sure I make this abundantly clear to everybody out there that's listening that maybe used to love video games and now just listens to the podcast. You're like, ah, I'm an, I'm an immature adult and I don't have time to play video games anymore they're not the only waste of time in life is spending it doing shit you don't like doing and i know we all have to do that sometimes because that's how you get money to buy food and the video games that you love so much but don't let yourself stop playing video games just because you're like ah they're a waste of time no they're not why is playing video games a waste of time but watching tv isn't you know and that's just one example but like they're if you like them play them don't let them get in the way of your wife your life your kids your job but you want to play video games? Play your video games. Fuck yeah, Bryce. Good for you. Uh, Toto Rense... Oh, Toto Roro... Toto... Toto Toto Ro... Oh, Toto Ro? Sensei 420? Toto Ro? Sensei? I feel like that's a reference to something I don't understand. Uh, but Sensei... Sensei, pardon me. Toto Ro Sensei 420. Jesus. I participated in a lot of 420 in the last week, and I'm feeling it now. Holy fuck. Hey, Adam, newer to the show, and I have been burning through episodes. Wondering if you've ever reviewed or planned to review Dragon Ball Z 10K G3 for the PS2. Arguably the best ever made and very much stands up today with the upcoming planned remake. It'd be an awesome time to do a show on this gem. Uh, I have not, and I, I get a lot, you know, most weeks I get a few like, hey, have you ever played? Will you ever review that? And I don't always read them because a lot of them I've answered or there's just so many I got to pick and choose. Dragon Ball Z does come up sometimes though. And so I just quickly wanted to address and say, I'm not dumping on your franchise. I just, I know, I know literally nothing of Dragon Ball Z. So I'm not going to say I'll never review one of their games. But they're pretty far down the ladder of priority because I feel like I'd be very lost and I wouldn't get the references. I don't think I could do them justice. So I wouldn't say they're quite in Kingdom Hearts territory where I'm too scared of the fan base to ever review them. But they're, they're looking around the corner from there. So maybe someday, but I've never played or watched Dragon Ball. I don't even know. I, like, we talked about it one day. I was like, is Dragon Ball Z the guy with the black hair? 
and people were just getting pissed off. <laughs> so I'm not trolling. I'm sorry. I don't know anything about the dragon's balls. Uh, Austin from the Past to Present Player podcast said, Hello, good sir, Adam. I've been running through the backlog of pods like a madman. I'm loving every second. I love that you don't feel like a typical game caster. You feel like just another hot dog like us. It's amazing. Thank you, Austin. As for my question, I'm curious. If the Switch never happened, where would you have liked to see Nintendo go as far as a console? Another retro throwback type player or a big name bulky 5K console to compete with the Xbox and PS5? Love the show and love all the hot dogs. Jesus, that is a good fucking question, Austin. I don't know. If Nintendo hadn't made the Switch, they couldn't do the Wii U again. I like the Wii U, but the Wii U was a disaster. Uh, You know what? Truth be told, if I didn't know about the runaway success the Switch would be, I would have said go just to handheld. Just make like a the next 3DS Vita. Because that was like, that's their market. Like that's where they do well, is the handheld. The handhelds are their, their bread and butter. Uh, I, I always like to think about what a PS5, Xbox Series X equivalent console from Nintendo would be like. How much fun it'd be to play a Tears of the Kingdom or a Mario Odyssey or a Mario Kart on big, sexy 4K graphics and everything. But I feel like they would get lost. I feel like the, that market's full. Uh, I think Nintendo needs to be... I think the reason the Switch is successful is because it's a lot of people's companion console. They've got their game, their their PC or their their Xbox or their PS5, and then they also have a Switch, and I and I think that's their bread and butter. So I, I think I would have stayed there anyways and gone with the 3DS type model and just made a new one. Um, that's kind of what I'm hoping they do with their next one. I hope they draw some inspiration from the Steam Deck. I don't even get as big and fix as fancy as the Steam Deck because I think it's too expensive. Uh, and I love, and I'm not saying the Steam Deck is too expensive. I have one and I love it. I'm saying for Nintendo, I think it's too expensive. But I think now they need to stay in that hybrid universe forever, uh, which means they probably won't. They'll make another fucking Wii or something crazy. So anyway, we got to move on here. We got one more quick. It's letter time. It's letter time. Mandak said, "Hey Adam, for the games you pick here on Remember the Game, how do you decide what ends up being on the show? For example, do you look at a game and it's sort of a that looks like some good shit, or do the games that come on the show have to meet a certain criteria?" that you said or anything like that. Uh, truth be told, man, Dak, if I'm going to show you how the sausage is made, there is literally no rhyme to my reason whatsoever. Um, <laughs> right now I'm mostly playing games that people sponsored, which is why I'm, I'm trying so hard to get the sponsored backlog caught up. But other than that, I just, uh, I just like, I just play games uh, for the first 200 episodes. It was mostly games I grew up playing and they're just the ones I know well enough to sit down and talk about semi-competently. I am running out of games that I grew up playing that I could still sit here and talk about competently. Uh, so now it's not so much that I look at a game and I'm like, oh, that would make a good episode or that would make a bad episode. Honestly, some of our best episodes turn out to be games that I don't think will work very well. Uh, they just have to be something that I have opinions on. Doesn't matter if they're good or bad. Really, the only games I ban from the show are either ones I'm scared of, like Kingdom Hearts, uh, or ones that I just don't understand, like Suikoden 2. I think Suikoden 2 seems like a great game. But it's just, for anyone that's hoping I'll ever cover it, I just it's just too much for me. I'm not that good at RPGs. I can't stand managing giant parties. I'm like, this seems like a brilliant game in a language that I don't understand, and I'll never be able to do this game justice. So it's just not going to get on the show for that reason. Uh, but yeah, generally, if I think I can speak about it for 45 minutes without sounding like a complete idiot, then that's what I swing for. And that's really how the that's how the sausage is made. Thank you, Mandak, for writing in. Thank you, everybody, that wrote in this week. As always, we need to keep the ball moving here. So let's switch things up and get into our Smash It segment, the official game show of Remember the Game Industries. It is Play One, Remake One, Erase One. Mm-hmm. 
And a huge thank you to Classic Concentration for un, uh, from the NES for unknowingly providing us with the theme music for the show. The rules are simple. Most weeks, I give our listeners three retro video games. But this week, we went with movies. We're talking the Doom movie, so I switched it up, and it's Watch One. Remake One Erase One with three gaming movies, Silent Hill, House of the Dead, and Max Payne. And 44% of you said that you would watch Silent Hill, remake Max Payne, and erase House of the Dead. I figured that might be the runaway, but I didn't think it would run away as far as it has ran. That said, that is not what I would do. Let me tell you what a few of you had to say here, and then I'll tell you what the right answer was. Normal Normie said watch Silent Hill because it's even better than the game. Remake Max Payne because they were on the right track but faltered when it came time to capture the trip and balls occult tones of the game. And then erase House of the Dead because it was funny, but it wasn't supposed to be. So bury it because likely nobody with talented is interested in redoing it right. That seems to be the popular opinion around here. Normal Normie was not the only one uh, that wrote in with that order. Rotto said, watch Silent Hill because it was filmed partly downtown from where I live. That's that's fair. Uh, <laughs> uh, remake Max Payne because it was okay but could have been much better. And then Erase House of the Dead. Didn't do anything for me then and probably won't when it was remade. Fuck it. I get it. The Last of Us was filmed near my house, so I like it even more now. I understand. I get that might seem like such a silly reason to side with a, gay, with a movie, but I, I understand. I understand that logic entirely. Uh, John C. 500 said, easy as a Sunday morning. Watch Silent Hill. Good. Remake House of Dead. Could be better and update visuals, etc. And erase Max Payne. Good grief. Was Max Payne couldn't have been that bad. Max Payne game is good. Mark Wahlberg's sweet. I've never seen it. I haven't seen any of these movies. I can't be brought to believe that Max Payne was that bad. I can't do it. Will has a Patreon said, watch Max Payne because I haven't seen it. Probably was shot entirely in bullet time. Remake House of the Dead because I didn't even know this movie existed. So obviously it could use a reboot. And Erase Silent Hill because I've seen, I've seen it so many times that the DVD skips. See, I listen, that's not what I would do. Um, but I like your logic. Will has a Patreon because that's what I do with my games on this show. If I've played it so many times, I'll erase it. Not even if I, even if I don't like it, I'll erase it just because... I'm like, I, I can remember it now. I'll watch it forever in my brain. I got you, man. I get it. And Carnooch said, I'd watch House of the Dead. It was okay, but the real reason being the other two movies need to be remade and erased. Remake Silent Hill because I feel they brought too, too many elements from three games into one movie. The games were perfect, each adding more horror. Just give me different movies for each game. And erase Max Payne because I love the games, but I could not get into the movie. I Fuck, you guys are scaring me away from the Max Payne movie. I'm going to watch it at some point now. I didn't even know there was a Max Payne movie. It's fucking wild. Uh, I'm actually going with the vast minority this week. 3% of you. Nobody had the same order that I did in the comments this week, which blew, that's never happened before. Inside Wedge said, remake all of them, erase them all, just don't watch them all. They're all terrible. I'd also like to see a good Silent Hill movie. Well, you'll never see it here because you're on double secret probation for breaking my fucking rules. Inside Wedge. Uh, I myself would watch House of the Dead because apparently it's really, really bad and I suck with scary stuff. So maybe that makes it a scary movie that I could enjoy. Uh, I'm going to remake Max Payne because I really like the game and I just take another... Apparently the movie sucks and that breaks my heart and I want it to be good. So I'm going to remake Max Payne. And I'm going to erase Silent Hill because apparently it's actually a decent movie. Uh, I like Silent Hill. I'm sure it probably would make a great movie, but it's too scary. I'm never going to see that. It's too scary. So I'm erasing it out of pussiness. Uh, thank you, everyone that wrote in and played along this week, as always. Uh, I'll tell you what I've been playing, and we'll get into talking Doom movie in just the Doom movie. Doom movie. The Doom movie in just a moment after I pause for a sip of coffee and a quick word from one of our sponsors. If you're hearing this, you're probably a gamer. And for our kind, nothing is as precious and valuable as our save files. Have you ever experienced the loss of a save file? 
It's soul crushing. Dozens, maybe hundreds of hours of work gone like that. But at the end of the day, it's a video game. It matters, but kinda, you know? That exact scenario, but with a work project, an essay for school, data for your business, that's no joke. That can be really serious. You need a safety net. And I got you, fam, with my partners over at CrashPlan. Visit CrashPlan.com RTG for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. CrashPlan has been protecting people's data since 2001. And a couple years ago, they set out on their own with one mission, to provide the best damn cloud backup solution on the market. CrashPlan runs quietly in the background of your computer or Mac and every 15 minutes on the clock they create a new backup of every file that's changed in that time. So if something goes wrong, God forbid, you don't lose hours, lose days, lose weeks of work. Just log into your account and you can download your most recent backup from the secure cloud servers. And there's not just one backup. There's a laundry list of them. You can pick and choose which one you want. It's like the ultimate undo button. If if you work on a computer in any capacity, CrashPlan is a must-have. And if you're thinking, ah, that's for big businesses, I'm just Joe Schmo. CrashPlan protects Joe Schmo. They offer a ton of plans and tiers. So there's a crash plan for everyone from small one-person businesses like me to you fancy businesses in offices with staff and free donuts and all that stuff. Time is money. Why wouldn't you protect your work? Spreadsheets, diagrams, videos, art, podcasts. CrashPlan has you covered. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com RTG for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com RTG for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. All right, what have I been playing over the last week, honestly, not very much. We were uh, out at the lake, and it was really nice. And I, I, I did what I was told to do so many times as a kid, and I went outside and put the video games away. It was pretty dope. But I am playing some Final Fantasy VI, and I am playing some Final Fantasy sixteen, and I am starting Turok Dinosaur Hunter on the Nintendo 64 this week. So that's what I, what I will be playing, which I guess is the... The name of the game this week. Let's talk Doom. That's why you kids are here. As always, I like to let my listeners sound off about the, the game, or in this case, the movie we're talking about before my guest and I hogged the microphone. We had a lot of comments this week, and they were pretty skeptical. Uh, pretty critical, actually, is a better word. Pretty critical. Uh, Jeffrey Mathis said, I like the first-person shooter scene. At least they knew their audience in that moment. It wasn't the best movie, but I've seen worse. I can appreciate that you've seen worse, Jeffrey. I'm honestly not convinced that I have. I'm honestly not convinced that this isn't the worst movie I've ever seen. I'll get into that in just a minute. Uh, Slugger said, I had this movie on DVD and a buddy of me would watch it on the weekend hang sometimes. Well, one time we had some wacky tobacco and we got to the scene where Portman was yelling out about the Martian demon kid they killed and had on the autopsy table. When he spit as he yelled, look at that thing. We died laughing and put it on loop for a minute, just cracking up. I absolutely love this movie just because of the good times had while watching it. Honestly, uh, I have tried to pull back on the wacky tobacco. I did not. You know, I, I go good days and bad, but I think this is a movie where you need to be under the influence of something to get through it without rolling your eyes. In my opinion, you need to be. So that's probably maybe I would have liked it better if I'd gotten high with a buddy while we watched it. Fuck me. Blade wrote in and said, look, it ain't a good movie, but I still can't help but get a nostalgic, a little nostalgic for it as it's peak mid 2000s bad horror. But I still unironically love the first person shooter team t scene toward the ends of the film. Dude, that seems to be like the talking point is this FPS scene. I uh, I'll save it for the. I'll save it. I'm fucking. I'll save my rant for the episode. Uh, Slithis the God said, literally watched this whole movie, hoping he'd perform a rock bottom, and it never happened. So that's time I'll never get back. A rock bottom legitimately would have made it better. Man, it was so wild seeing like 
the rock from 18 years ago versus the rock today he is not as he's he must be eating more protein today that's how i'll say it he must be eating more protein uh and gamer 2017 said okay first off this movie is bad let's get it out of the way but personally i think it crosses over into the fun bad category with how over the top the premise and subsequently the lead get hearing the rock yell semper fi mother effer is so wonderfully goofy that i at least enjoyed myself somewhat plus the classic doom pov shot got me to pop Oh, boy. Some of you are fucking a lot nicer to this goddamn movie than I'm about to be. It's time to talk about Doom the movie. I'm going to cue up some music. It's probably the movie, the music from the game because I don't want to get in trouble. Uh, but when it stops, my buddy Andre and I are going to take a look back at Doom the movie, which originally hit theaters back on October 21st, 2005. Enjoy the podcast, everybody. Ugh, let's go. All right. Um, what the fuck? This week, uh, as I'm sure you know from the intro and the title and everything I've already said, we're talking about the Doom movie from 2005. And uh, I joining me this week is uh, is my friend Andre. Um, hey man, how are how are you? I'm. I, I had. I got that fucking movie kind of made me depressed after watching thank god i had wrestling to watch after to make me happy again (laughs) dude so like as you all know or maybe you don't know i have been making a very conscious effort to watch more movies and because i miss i didn't watch any movies growing up so i'm slowly catching up on movies and if you go back to the archives here on remember the game we've done a couple of movie reviews i like to review the occasional wrestler not wrestling movie now you get wrestling on my mind fuck um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> video game movies, right? Like we've done Street Fighter, we've done uh The Wizard. There's a few in there. And I've always wanted to see Doom because I've heard that it's so bad. And I'm like, maybe it is, but I'm a huge fan of Doom the video games and maybe a hot take. I like The Rock as an actor. Do you like The Rock as an actor? Yeah, like like uh was it he did a movie similar on this time called Be Cool. I really, I, I when he was John Travolta and Uma yeah. I thought he was really good in that role. There, there, like weirdly, the Tooth Fairy. He wasn't that bad in that movie. I saw Dude. it. So, have you ever, say, have but, you ever seen Walking Call? Yes, he was very good. I love uh, that Southland movie. Ta- he did Southland Tales. I think it came out the next year. Yeah. I thought he did a really good job in that. He did some. He had some interesting choices, but. This was a bad choice, bro. Fuck me, man. I was like, there. I seen all the reviews, and I'm like, it's it can't be that bad. I'm like, it's the rock, <laughs> and it's like to me. Listen, uh, all right. Like, I'm not, I'm not stupid. I've seen my share of video game movies. I know we're we're fortunate that in in 2023, video game movies seem to have finally turned the corner and they're getting better. But I know that back then, most of them were pretty bad. I, I fully, I'm aware, right? I saw Resident Evil and everything, which I actually don't think is that bad. But I, I, I know. So I'm going into this movie, and I'm like, it can't be that bad. All you need to do for a Doom movie is put some badass Marine on Mars, and there's a portal to hell, and he fights a bunch of demons. And I assumed that at the end, he would close the portal to hell and be the hero, and that would be it. And I'm yeah. thinking, like, that's not right. Like, tell me, Andre, tell me right now. That synopsis I just said, tell me that's not better than what we got in the Doom movie. 
that like you like they they took that 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 story and went ah fuck this let's do something else like yeah. it's just like like the i think the only connecting point is uac like the company yeah and the fact that the that they're marine and it was multiple marines not just I, one i truly can't even tell you <laughs> I, okay for the record everybody we're gonna spoil the shit out of this um, but the, the, but the funny thing about that is we're going to spoil this movie. I really don't know how much there is to spoil. I, if you were to ask me what the story of this movie is, it's like, so, I mean, like, listen, we've all played the doom video games, right? Like, I think even have you like, I don't know, like I've played most of the mainline doom games. Just curious. What have you, what have you, and I won't, you know, I'm not going to criticize you, but like what, what doom movie games have you played? Uh, doom one, two, I think. Six, I think it went, was it one, two, sixty four? I think. Yeah. Those the order. Yeah. yeah. Those three. I played okay. the so first you haven't played two the modern ones. No. And I don't, I, I, I'm not sure if I played doom three or not. Like I haven't played the modern ones. It's just, I, I I've gotten very much away from shooter games in my sure. life, but All like right. I played these back in the day. Cause again, doom was revolutionary of a game right. when it came out. How could you not play it? When my friends got their 64 and they got doom 64. I played that on their 64, but sure. like, yeah, Doom I, is like I, oh, when I Doom went to 64 this movie. is yeah. <laughs> like Doom 64 is the one I haven't played, but I played Doom 1, Doom 2, Doom 3, Doom 2016, Doom Eternal. And like I don't think the story in any of them is anything to write home about, but we all know basically what's going on, right? You're you're a marine and somehow wherever you are, it, Mars or whatever is connected to hell and these demons and shit are coming through and you're fighting them. And it's just lots of big guns, lots of killing people and that's it's not, it's like, and so, and I'm, and I gotta, I'm shocked that a movie, a fucking, a movie whose only job it is, is to tell a story has less of a story than these video games that have no story. How? I don't even know what the story is. The Rock and a bunch of these other guys go through a bubble to, I assume, Mars to fight zombies. And then there's a sister there that everybody's hitting on. And one of the Marines is like, leave my sister alone. And then eventually the rock <laughs> and, then, and then, and then the guy and his sister get away. And I think like, fuck, like, so the, okay. So let's, Oh my God. I, I've always said the worst movie I've ever seen is either hostile or wild, wild west. And wild, wild west might have the best title track, but it's the worst mm -hmm. movie. Mm. This might now be the worst movie I've ever seen. Is it, what's your, what's the worst movie you've ever seen? Oh, I've seen The Room. That's really bad. I haven't but, seen The Room. Oh, I, I, my friends forced me to go to a theater once. But um, no, this this is down there with some of the like I've like I watched DOA, the Dead or Alive movie. That's pretty shit. Okay, that's a pretty terrible goddamn movie. So there's levels to the shit here. So this is like, just as right. This ranks pretty low for me. I'll yeah. tell you that right now. There, there there's like only a couple things in the movie that I like and most of the rest of it, I just go, <laughs> it's, it's, it's fucking embarrassing. Like I'm telling all of you, like, I don't know what the, so I'm asking you like, so the one, so the, to me, like the two things from the plot that I, I was waiting the whole movie to see how they played out. were like the rock is leading this team. And I, and listen, we've all seen zombie movies. And as you're watching the movie one at a time, these guys are getting killed off. And I'm assuming the rock is going to be the one at the end that survives yeah. and gets through. And so I'm waiting to see who survives this movie. And then the fucking, 
and, and I'm and I'm begging you to correct me if I miss something here. The the one guy, uh fuck, what's his name? Reaper? The, yeah, Reaper. the guy that survives to the end. Reaper, yeah. he he doesn't the rock's like telling him to take time off. And all the other guys are excited to take time off. And then the rock is like, sorry, boys, no time off. We got a situation. We got to go up to Mars to this place, whatever. But he tells Reaper, like, take the day off and because he's been through some shit. And then the Reaper wants to go. And then they're going up and the rock's like, how long has it been since you were here? And then at one point, the Reaper's staring out the window. And I assume he's remembering, like, memories of growing up there or something. Yeah, but I then, think so. <laughs> but, like, but there you go. But you think so. Uh, maybe I'm just wrong. But, like, did they ever explain that any further? Like, there was I don't little... think they did. No, there wasn't a big backstory. Like, like he said, because he talks about his sister being up there yeah. before they get there. And I'm like, okay, so his sister works there. And then it says, you haven't been there in a long time. I'm like, okay, so I guess he used to be there. Did, right. Was he, a, was he a scientist before? That's like, those are the questions you're asking. Like, but it, they never really, because he talks about his parents slightly to his sister. Yeah. Like, but it, they don't give any backstory. And no. all, like, her thing is like, don't you wish you could have stayed here and been a scientist or something? I th- yeah. Like, like they but imply that's, it. That's, but- that's the entirety of the backstory, like the story that we get that he should have stayed there and been a scientist instead of being out there as a uh, Marine in the yeah. world. I was, I'm like, I'm watching this fucking movie and like the whole time, like about halfway through the movie, I'm realizing clearly the focus here is on the gore and the blood and the swearing and the guns and their the story has taken a backseat and I, listen i sat on expansion pass a couple of months ago and and sucked the super mario brother movie dick like crazy and mm. i'm fully aware that it's not like that movie's got the greatest story of all time so i can live with a movie not having a good story if it's entertaining but i'm watching this movie and i'm like okay i get that you're going like the blood and the guts and the gore at some point, you need to explain this relationship and get me into a story here, right? No, they do not. There is never a fucking time where I feel like they really drive home any form of a story. And I'm like, I'm, I'm, oh, I'm like, I'm watching this, and I'm like, at some point, we're gonna get a payoff here, right? No, at the end, Reaper and his sister get away, and the Rock becomes a demon and gets blown up by a grenade, and everybody else is dead, and that's just it. And even, well, even- the gore, even the gore and shit, I'm like, it's. Oh, like it's, ter- it was, it's terrible. Like, like, yeah, I've seen I've seen like low budget horror movies. Like, I I I, I used, I've subscribed to Shutter at times. Uh, it's a horror streaming service, and I've watched some really low budget horror movies do like the kills and the just the monsters better. It, yeah, like these low budget, and this was a big budget movie, and it was just was it, it was they say like. Six or sixty to seventy million dollars was spent on this movie, and your monsters look like shit. Your kills look terrible. Yeah. Ah, oh, and it's just it. It. I was expecting like, and don't get me. We'll talk about that first person scene. God damn it! Like, there's yeah. there's no, very it, little to like in this movie outside I, of a I'm character too. I'm like, floored. I'm floored at how bad they fucked. Like, I'm like, you've got The Rock, and this is back in, like, 05, when he's not the biggest name in Hollywood or whatever, like, he maybe is now, but he was a name. He was, it's The Rock. People yeah, know who he, The Rock is. And I'm he, like, he was and popular go, from wrestling. He had yeah. his, his following at the time. Exactly. And then you go out and get the Doom license, and I'm like, people know Doom. That's a big name. And I'm like, it's just, this should have been this easy to fuck it up. So let, let's, okay, so, so The Rock is, like, down on Earth, and, like, 
up in Ma- I assume they're, they're on Mars and and like some shit's mm-hmm. going crazy up there and uh I actually I will say like to try to throw a little bit of positivity out there at the very beginning of the movie when shit's hitting the fan and the scientists are all running away and then they they make the call down to earth to get the marines like the rock and all them uh, I actually enjoyed the first few minutes and I'm yeah, like okay we're setting the tone here. I can live with this. Like, cause it, like scary. all you saw from them was like a tentacle or something like grabbing people. So yeah. it gave you the suspense. Like the, it, it, this was an action. It was the science fiction movie. That was essentially an action movie and a horror movie slammed together. Yeah. But yeah. didn't and- do anything well, but that was the only part it went of tension that, that I felt tension in the movie. Yeah. Me too. Right? In, in, in all the scenes where these guys are hunting, I felt zero tension. Like we're yeah. going through the dark corridors. I felt nothing. Like No, same fuck. here. And that yeah, the very beginning, I'm like, okay, this is tense. And then they make the call down to Earth and they, they get the rock and and then they're introducing like the rocks fucking crew, like all these all these like and it's like the classic movie with like the group of fucking dipshits and lovable guys that are you know, they're all getting ready to go on holidays and then they're getting called up here to to deal with this situation and and I'm like, okay, and and, I, and I'm not kidding. I'm like, I'm fifteen minutes into the movie. And the the rock and his crew are headed up to, to Mars, and and I've seen some of the scientists get eaten alive, and I'm like, all right, the, I'm on board. Like, I got this has potential. I'm I'm interested in this. Uh, Portman, the the fucking dipshit guy, of the, made me laugh. Like he made yeah. me fucking laugh. He's he one of the awesome. only characters in this movie that I liked. Like, don't get me wrong, Carl Urban's character Reaper, I think he for being essentially becoming the lead halfway through the movie. Yeah, I think he did an okay job in the movie. He wasn't like outwardly bad. Don't get me wrong, but he wasn't like didn't jump off the page. But Portman was just fucking funny. Yeah, like, Portman he, was. He funny. was the one shining light in this entire goddamn movie. Totally, Portman reminded me of uh, Rockhound from Armageddon. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Steve Buscemi in Armageddon. Who I, yeah, I love very much character. so. And so I'm, I'm like, all right, I'm like, all right. So we got the smart ass here, kind of a piece of shit in Portman. They've got the kid, the the new kid. And when they introduce kid, the, the young guy, I'm thinking like, okay, well, they're going to use him as like um, a way to tell us about what's going on because he's the new kid. And, the, and then they never really do that. He's just like the new kid and he's up there with all these other guys. And the dude looks like he's 15. Like he has no yeah. business being in this. Like this seems like a mission for like the most tried fucking diehard rock solid Marines in the history of humanity. And we're like, nah, we're going to send this dude that looks like, and I mean, with, with all due respect <laughs> to anybody that works at like Taco Bell, but like, he looks like he works at Taco Bell and we're like, we're going to, he'll be fine. Give him a gun, send him up there. He'll be good. So yeah. he then, like, he was so out of place. Like it just seems then, so weird. Yeah. It was stupid. And then I'm, I'm thinking to myself as I'm watching this, I'm like, wait a minute, these guys are on earth and the lab is on Mars. And I'm like, that's, fucking years away how are they gonna do that and then it turns out that they just go into a bubble and then the bubble spits them out and i'm not gonna shit on the movie for that because it's a stupid science fiction movie i'm like okay i can i can suspend belief that you travel through a bubble but what i can't suspend and this is another one of my fucking issues with this stupid movie is the these marines are like blown away that the 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 these fucking demons are showing up and all the the scientists are becoming monsters and everything's happening but i'm like you're fucking on mars and you traveled through a bubble to get there but now this shocks you 
Like, like, fuck. I just, oh, it, I hate it, it. It, it seemed for for an entire spe like the human species in the future, already having a, traveling to another planet, already living on other planets, and you're that fucking disturbed. And like this, these people have found remains on this planet before. Yeah, yeah. Why do? You, why is it so incomprehensible that there isn't a, that there's that there's a obviously a like underground dwelling species on this planet how is that right. under you're tra you're in you're in space you're on another planet have you just do science fiction movies not exist in this world yeah it drove me crazy <laughs> it's just like i've been watching x files and i love that show now but like every fucking episode aliens show up or something happens and Mulder is like wow and scully is like come on that can't happen and i'm like for the first few episodes i'm like yeah i get that you're like i can't believe it but i'm like it's been it's been three seasons fucking by this shit happened <laughs> and that's how i felt watching this i'm like i'm watching a team of scullies and i'm like none of you fucking believe that this is happening and then and and again and if i missed it i'm gonna get fucking emails from people defending it i guess but like because I, I couldn't bring myself to even pay that much attention because i thought this movie fucking sucked but i'm like watching it and i'm like have they explained why this colony is on mars why this group of marines was sent to mars to do this like i don't i feel like there's not it's the fucking they it, it, i swear on my life this whole thing feels like a script that was just written by like a high school kid who just wanted to like make their favorite video game on it on the tv and they forgot I don't even, to, like there's I, no story at all i don't even think it's that it's it's some uh executive that had a kid who was playing doom and he went hey Guys shooting what he probably thought were aliens and went, Maybe I'm gonna make a movie out of that. It was oh it, it wasn't like, the kid wasn't even involved. It was his dad who was an exec at whatever goddamn and, studio did this. And that's another problem I have with this fucking movie is that like listen, I've played Doom. I understand you deal with like the zombie guards and the zombie marines and the a couple of scientists and shit, but like do you literally run into like four or five like mutant creatures, whatever you want to call them? demons for the whole movie 90% of the people they're fighting are just zombie I'm like this is a zombie movie with a couple of monsters sprinkled in yeah and it it, it didn't it's like and like I think because again you're fighting hell spawn in the game and your only reference is the one guy says this is hell yeah that's literally only reference yeah. to hell in the entire thing it's like okay oh. there was no actual portal to hell on Mars no no and they never describe any of that and I fuck me so Okay, so they get up to there and fucking they go through the, <laughs> they go through the bubble and they're I know it's like a wormhole, but it's a bubble and they now they're all on the fucking thing and they're all puking and they're all laughing about it and then then they run into um, uh, Pinky, was that what his name was the the dude that he had gone through a portal and his legs went somewhere and his upper body went somewhere so he's been like, <laughs> he's been like yeah. grafted onto this wheelchair and I gotta say I was like that at by at this point that might have been the most redeemable part of the movie. Was this fucking mm -hmm. Pinky character? Because I yeah, thought he I, was kind of neat. He was um, he was fun. He was kind of fun, and just his reactions to what they're doing. He's like, and then at one point they give he gives him a gun, and he's just oh. like, I I don't know how to use a gun. And, and it like, was just ugh. he he, he best, was actually as an actor actually good in in the sea of shit. Yeah, yeah. And the best part though is that like they don't even give him all they give him is like a pistol and a grenade. And they're like, if someone breaks through, use the grenade. And he's like, I don't know how to use the grenade. And then they just run off and fucking leave him there. 
Yeah. Again, so anyways, it, 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 if you feel bad for him because he just pretty much gets abandoned yeah. at the front when the the one when we, his gu- the guard up front has to go in to help everybody because people yeah. are dying. Yeah, I was gonna Ugh. say. So they they leave one of their crew with him to watch the the arc. I think that's what they call it, like the gate, basically back to Earth. Which and mm. then like and I'm like, fine, that makes sense. The Rock's the leader, and the Rock is like, we can't let any of these things get back to Earth. And I'm like, yeah, that's. I also would not like any of these things back on Earth. Please do your job. That would be very cool. Mm-hmm. Very so then they, so. they fucking, they go to the lab and they meet Reaper's sister and everyone's putting the moves on her. And one of them's like, you let her get away. And then he's like, it's my sister. And they never make <laughs> it less awkward. Like, they're just like, yeah, oh, okay. But they're, I'm still going to hit on her. That's fine. Um, <laughs> and then they split into teams and they start going through this fucking place trying to figure out what's going on. And they, they, they come across uh, Dr. Carmack and dude is losing like losing his mind and that they kind of got me back at that point because mm-hmm. i'm like all right like this guy just saw some fucked up shit and he i thought he acted his ass off i thought he did great like sitting well, there playing I, that I, scared dude and i'm sitting there thinking him. he's the one that's going to tell them kind of what's going on before he before something happens to him yeah. i'm thinking he's going to be the crux to give him the information it's like there's a hellspawn portal in in down deep in the lab and this is dude like, that's what i, I was wait, expecting yeah. from this guy i waited that whole movie for somebody to just be like we were because the rock is like drilling reaper's sister about what's going on here at one point actually the rock has like a kind of a cool line he's like i'm not gonna ask you again and she's like, I don't know. And I and I believed her. But yeah, I'm like, I know the basic story of, of Doom. And I'm like, I'm waiting and waiting and waiting for somebody to be like, we fucked up. You know, and like, we opened a portal. Like, that's all I needed. Just, we fucked up. We opened a portal yeah. to hell or something. You know what I mean? That's all I was waiting for. And you're right. When they find Carmack, and he is. So if you don't, if you've never seen the movie, fucking don't. But Dr. Carmack <laughs> is like the, leader, the leader of all these doctors that are up there. And they find him and he's like, trapped in like other bodies and he, i think he's holding like a severed hand and he's shaking and he's freaking out and well he's holding um, the severed hand of the girl that put her arm through the door before it cut it off right that's yeah. right yeah yeah oh my god that actually was i actually like that scene again like, but that was, was the opening away. scene that gave you the tension that when she gets yeah. her arm chopped off i'm like oh this is a fucking horror movie yes yeah, yeah i liked that scene so then they they find carmack and then they bring him back to the lab and they're they're working on him or whatever and i'm I'm thinking to myself, like, all right, this got a little stupid, but now now it's our redemption arc, and he's going to explain that they they fucked up and spawns of hell are coming through or fucking whatever. And then he, and then he fucking rips his ear off, and I'm like, well, that was, that was fucking morbid, but okay. Um, and then he ends up turning into one of those creatures. And, and then the whole movie loses me, and then one of the parts near the end that gets me back is and i never caught it i'm embarrassed that i didn't catch it until right near the end he they have those like doors that are like portals but then when you turn them on they become like solid walls this is actually a pretty Mm -hmm. cool idea for a door and yeah it's pretty awesome yeah and the fucking zombie thing like jumps through the door and it turns into like a solid wall halfway through so he's stuck in it so they're like as long as we don't open the door this thing can't get out and the rock is like where is dr carmack and they're like turn around and that creature that's in the door is missing its left ear Mm-hmm. And then you realize that's him. Then I'm like, all right, that was I, like, I'm, I'm, I, I know we're jumping all over the map here, but like, they're really, so does this fucking movie. And I'm just trying mm-hmm. to say something nice. And then I'm like that. I liked that. I thought that was a cool part. And, and this is the point where they're realizing all the monsters are actually the scientists. Because, yes. And then this is where they get into 
uh, genealogy and saying only 90% of the human genome is mapped and saying the other 10% is probably your soul. And this is where they get into like these creatures, whatever, whatever they are. Cause we never got an explanation of what they actually are. No, no. We're just supposed to assume. I just, I'm just assuming they're hell spawn. Well, so that's, that's what I, cause and- as a doom fan, I have to assume that, yeah. but they attach to you and then they pretty much rewrite your DNA. And if you're evil, you turn into a monster. But that, and that's one of my other beefs with this fucking movie is early on in the movie when they're all up there and Reaper's sister, I can't remember her name. Um, uh, but Reaper's sister, Pam, I don't know. Pam, she's like the scientist. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm going to call her Reaper's sister, but she's yeah. the scientist and she's showing him how, uh, some of them have an extra chromosome or whatever the fuck. I don't know. I don't know anything. Yeah, about the, hum- the human body, the humans have twenty three chromosomes. Right, and she's like, yeah. these have twenty four, and and then and I'm like, okay, like I'm sure they're gonna call back to that. I'll remember that because I'm dumb. I need to remember these things. Mm. And then later in the movie, she she does actually like a cool experiment where she's got like a demon's tongue like out of its mouth, and she takes the brain matter from one person and puts it over the tongue, and the tongue loses its shit. Then she takes the brain matter from another human, puts it over the tongue, and the tongue doesn't move. And then she explains, I think it's something to do with that extra chromosome. And she's like, that chromosome, like you said, must represent your soul. And as soon as she said that, it was like one of the last like dwindling sparks of hope I had for this movie started to disappear. Because I'm like, wait a minute. So you're telling me that these fucking creatures are hunting down these humans and killing them. But they're only really interested in the ones with a, a corruptible soul, I guess. It, it, like, it, but but to but to the point, it 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 makes it seem like oh, they're they're demons looking to infect humans. It, in my brain, that's what went through. But me too. you don't explain that to me. No, and I'm and I'm like, first of all, this isn't a fucking. This isn't the Walking Dead. Like it's yeah. doomed. And second of all. You know what would have made – I hate to be like that fucking back chair director, but like you know what would have made that make so much more sense? If she was just like this it, – it looks like humans have this chromosome in them, but it only – like only a percentage of us is active or something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's so like when you're bitten, yeah. it goes active or something. Not your fucking soul. And again, yeah, that you're was right. so and dumb. They, and then they never call back to it again. And the whole time I'm watching this movie and I'm like, when the – fuck do you reference hell and when the fuck do all the big mean creatures from hell start showing up and like three do and the rest of it's just a fucking zombie movie and the whole and then and then i'm watching okay you know what listen we're gonna take a break i'm gonna let the sponsor speak i'm gonna get a drink of water and then i'm gonna try to figure out what the fuck is going we'll be right back fuck me we'll be right back this show is sponsored by better help podcasting is a weird job because i talk to you nerds all the time Every day, I tell you all about my life, the good and the bad. The ugly, I kind of keep that offline. And it's not that I don't want to talk about it. I'd love to talk about it. I just need to pick and choose who I talk to. We all have stuff that just lives in our minds, rent-free, 24-7. Talking about them can really help because the longer you keep something bottled up, the more likely it is to blow. You've heard me say it before and you're going to keep hearing me say it. Therapy is the way. Therapists can be that ear to bend when you really need to get something off your chest and don't know who to talk to. And BetterHelp is a great way to go about it. 
I don't BS you guys. I don't say I've used something if I've never used it. I've personally talked to a BetterHelp therapist about the stuff going on in my personal life, and I genuinely found it helpful. To have someone to talk to that doesn't have any skin in the game, that can just listen and try to help me come up with a roadmap to get through the tough times... It's just invaluable. It has seriously really helped me. I've talked to my therapist through video and you can do it that way or you can do it over the phone or even just over chat and they give you as many schedule options as possible so you can work a session in around your life. It's licensed therapy as convenient as it gets. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash RememberTheGame today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash RememberTheGame. I hey. I don't even know where. Okay, you know what? <laughs> you know what? Okay. This I want to quickly movie. talk about the the team of Marines. I, I I understand they've only got like I don't know how long this movie is like 90 minutes or something, 100 minutes. They yeah. they don't have time to like flush out the fucking life and times and uh, careers of every single one of these guys. But I I do like that they give a couple of them a little bit of story. Like I said, Portman, I know I understand that Portman's a creep and, you know, presumably yeah. a piece of shit. Uh, but the dude is fucking funny. He's but, weirdly, but weirdly, he's the kind of, the, the savior of this team by putting out, when he's sitting in the shitter, yes. putting the message out to let people back on Earth know to prepare to kill things yeah. on Earth because it's going to get goddamn through. And that's like, where I wanted to, that's where I wanted to go with it is I'm like, so this guy, I'm like, he seems like the guy that, like, I, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, like, he's going to have the most morbid death of the movie because he clearly is, like, kind of a piece of shit. And they're setting it up for us all to be like, ah, at least Portman fucking got his. Because for the first half of the movie, the dude is just making off-color off jokes, horrible things. He's just a, a, a fucking, by all accounts, just a terrible person. Uh, at one point, I don't know where the fuck this comes from. Him and... <laughs> Him and Kidder like doing their patrol, and the kids like, "Do you have any drugs?" And Portman gives them some drugs, <laughs> like these pills. And the kid takes the pills, and then out, outside of like the rock, noticing his eyes are fucked up or something, it's never referenced again. And I'm like, so why does he have these pills? They don't tell you what the pills are, what the pills do. Like I was expecting this kid was gonna get killed high, and they were all gonna blame Portman for it. But no, there's no other reference to that either. For fuck's sakes, no, I don't it, get it. It, like they're so like little character development, and you got like Duke, and I literally wrote this down while watching this movie. Like he comes off to me like he's trying to be LL fucking cool, cool J. And, right. Like the way he's acting, the way he's like, he's talking, I'm like, is he trying to do LL cool J? Like it's all I could think when I was yeah. watching him. Like what no. the fuck? And he was, I think he was too. Oh um, yeah, very much so. But like he, I'm like, assuming, but again, that was that was the archetype of the character he was supposed to be playing that LL Cool J did that LL Cool J has played multiple times. Right. And I'm assuming that like in their limited screen time, they're just trying to whatever I can do to make this fucking character stand out at all. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um but getting back to Portman, so this is what bugs me is like he's a piece of shit. He gives his kid drugs even though they're up in fucking Mars fighting aliens or whatever. Um but you're right, when shit like when shit starts hitting the fan, he's the one that's like, well, we need to call for backup. And The Rock's like, no, we don't. And he's like, we really need backup. And The Rock's like, no, we don't. And I'm like, you have all these, like, nice, seemingly intelligent, responsible members of your team here. You couldn't have one of them call for backup. It's got to be the irredeemable sack of shit, Portman. 
And then he sneaks off to the bathroom to call for backup and then gets killed. And then later they hear that he has called for backup and the rock doesn't want backup because he's like, we're the backup. And I don't, and I still to this moment don't know if he didn't want backup because he didn't want any more humans coming up and seeing what the fuck was going on or if he wanted to be the hero. I really don't know. I think it's definitely he wanted to be the hero. A hundred percent he wanted to be the hero. Oh. It's like, because it, again, again, the end of the movie shows that this dude is fucked up. Right, yeah. He's There's crazy. something wrong in his head. Well, but then he, yeah, because then eventually he ends up getting bit and then he turns into like one of these creatures and he's Well, just too, what but... he does to all the people is kind yeah. of fucked up. That's, yeah, so like at this point, and like, and even there, I'm like, so why couldn't you have played up, like instead of making the rock into this fucking like, demon creature that he becomes like why i i like why couldn't it have just been that he's losing his mind they're like we're they're up in mars they're 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 cut off from the world this place is fucking crazy all these crazy creatures are coming out like instead of making him into a demon why not just make him the leader of the team and he's going batshit because at, at one point he's killing all the scientists and all the survivors and reaper's sister's like we don't have to kill everybody because not everybody's gonna turn and he doesn't care he's killing everybody and then the point of no return for him is to me is when he kills the kid because mm. the kid, the kid, and I actually thought this was the best scene in the last hour of the movie. They're, the, the, the last surviving members of this team are going around looking for, they're, they're just killing everybody, like every demon, everything they can find. And the kid comes across this like dormitory full of like survivors, like women and children and like survivors. And he well, comes it, it, back. Was, it was it was the doctor, what the female doctor from who was helping, uh, he, right. Like when they were checking on the on the scientist, right? She's there, so you have her trying to be a voice of reason for all those people, right? And it's so just then, like, oh. so the kid goes and tells them, like, I found all of them, and the rock's like, well, you gotta go kill them, and the kid's like, no, and the rock's like, that's an order, and the kid's like, no, and then he shoots the kid in the head, and and even when he like, even when he sh- like, when he shoots the fucking kid in the head. How are one of the last surviving members of this team not like, well, then we need to take him out. What the fuck is this? Like, why, they all just why Reaper right didn't there? shoot him? Why Reaper yeah. didn't shoot Sarge right then and there? I don't understand. I don't, I don't get it. I don't, I don't. And I feel like, I, I swear to God, dude, I'm watching this flick and I'm like, I'm, I, I have to be missing something, right? Like I have, I felt this movie feels like I missed 20 minutes. And I'm like, in that 20 minutes, they explained everything. But I don't mm. think I did. I think this movie just fucking sucks. Oh, very I much so. So it, it, It's uh, just lost on its premise. It goes from one to another, and it's just like, why did it go this way? I know. I don't get it. So uh. so now the fucking the kid is dead, and then and then <laughs> and then later in the movie, they're like the last surviving members of the team get back together, and I don't remember who, I think Reaper, but somebody's like, hey, what about all those survivors that the kid found? And The Rock just goes, I took care of them. But they never showed it. We don't know. They don't show anything. None of that. Like, maybe they ran out of money. They couldn't film that fucking scene. I don't fucking know. So none of that fucking happens. And then, and then, like, if we've forgotten it, I, I don't even know where, like, fuck me. What a stupid fucking movie. Let's talk about that. Oh, um, actually, there was one other character that I thought was kind of uh, neat was Duke. Duke um, was cool. Yeah, I like and like I, yeah, I like the, the one part. that's acting like LL Cool J the whole time. I liked him. Like he was generally charming throughout the movie, especially with his him playing off of the Doctor Sam. They had a good rapport. Oh. I like that. No, I'm sorry. I, did, I, I no. I, I you're right. That is who Duke is. I, I'm sorry. I meant Goat. Apologies. Oh, goat. I meant Goat. Yeah, yeah. 
Oh, um, like, yeah. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, no, that's on me. I got the names all mixed up because they they don't do a good job of fucking explaining their names. Goat is the dude that is. Um, at some point, he he takes the Lord's name in vain, and then he takes out his like machete and carves a cross into his arm, and he has all these scars on his arm, and he's like, "I took the Lord's name in vain," and I was like, "Wow, that's." I thought that was actually kind of cool. I thought it was fucked up. And then later in the movie, they find well, that's some dead. that's some fucked up childhood trauma right there. Oh, that a hundred percent is fucked up childhood trauma. <laughs> it's wild. But they bring him back to the the uh, the lab, and they're trying to save him after he got attacked, and they can't because like his flashlight goes out. Like oh, so convenient his flashlight dies when he's by himself and he gets attacked. <laughs> then they the classic, and then they bring him back to the lab, and then they 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 try and try to save him, and then he dies, and they're all like sad about it. And then they kind of put him in what I assume is like a morgue. And then he wakes up and he just starts slamming his head into the, the glass. And there's two things about that that I actually thought were really cool. Number one, that you see his arm with all the cross scars on it so you know who he is, which I thought yeah, was really cool. Yeah, because he's been mutilated a bit from transformations. Right. And then number yeah. two, that they explain, even though I thought it was hokely, like, I don't think hokely is a word. It sounds like a Flanders word, but like it was explained in a hokey, hokely dokely. Yeah, it was explained in a hokey fashion. But they explained that like he realized he was becoming one of those things, so he killed himself by ramming his head into that glass until he until he died. I actually thought he probably, frankly, had the best arc of any, if you want to call it that, of any character in the movie. I quite enjoyed his character. Yeah, because um, he was that he was that super serious Marines like I'm not fucking around guy. But yeah, and, but the way he portrays himself in there, and it, I really, I he was. Again, he wasn't anything special in the movie. Don't get me wrong. Like he, like he's not a standout character, but he did get a. I think he got a fair death in this, in a sense. Yeah, that he did get that at a point. Like I, he got to kind of go out honorably by taking himself out. Yeah, but like to me, he would have been a good call to be like we're calling in backup. You know, like because mm-hmm. he kind of seemed like almost like a second in command, except other maybe Reaper or either him or Kid. Like why couldn't Kid have insisted on calling in backup and getting in an argue with the Rock about it? You know what I mean? Well, like, well, I just, I go back to like, I'm like, were you just looking for a reason to give this Portman guy more screen time? Like, what the fuck? Well, uh, again, and, and you're you're giving a panic feeling. If if the kid would have been, it's the kid, the young, inexperienced yeah. Marine panicking in the face of danger. And that's why he wants to call him backup. Yeah. What and maybe he sense? doesn't. And then Portman just, maybe it's a realization for Portman when he's sitting in the shitter to call him backup. But. Know. The kid, but kid should have been the one to bring it up. Because even Portman, no, because even even when Portman is like trying to like fix things and call in the backup, he he sneaks off to the bathroom so he can call in for backup. And then uh, Pinky, the the dude who's the like molded onto the wheelchair thing, is like, mm. uh, oh, uh, I've lost Portman's camera. And then Portman's like, I'm taking a shit, you gimp. And he's like, fuck you. <sighs> but it's like. So like, but then two seconds later, he's the voice of reason calling in for backup. And I'm like, yeah. so do you want me? Am I cheering for this guy or do I want him dead? Like, what the fuck do you want from me here? Yeah, I, it's, oh, fuck me. His character was so off in that sense. The fact that they had it, like if it was the kid constantly screaming for it and then Portman just kind of cluing in going, ah, okay, let's do this. That yeah. would have been fine. But it's the fact that Portman was the voice of a reason in it all is what bothers me more than anything. Yeah. Yeah, me too. And then the rest of the characters like God help them. Like they're just, they're just they're just stupid. Like I just I have no well, connection to fucking any of them. Like I I have to talk about the rock in this goddamn movie. Yeah, yeah. Holy shit. Did this guy chew the motherfucking scenery? Like his 
overacting like you wouldn't goddamn believe. Like, it's just like him yelling. It was just so stupid. It was. And I like The Rock. I don't want to shit on oh, him. But... Me either. But and he, I think it was one of his first movies. On. Yeah, I think it was one of his first movies and he was still learning. But it was oh, yeah. it was pretty bad. Agreed. Yeah, he was so... Oh my god! Well, like him yelling, and, but going, again, it's rever- it's irreversible, and like sc- yeah. at the end, at the, in the big fight, he's yelling "Separ pie, motherfucker!" I'm just like, yeah. why? But then also, like in his limited defense, they they start the movie out that he's gonna be like the hero and the straight laced like leader of the mm. team, and then by the end of the movie, he's like the main villain of the demon, and I, I'm like, I was like, this poor guy, like, what the fuck do you want this guy to do? Like, uh, like, I don't disagree. It was over the top. It was also just a uh, quick side note. Uh, this movie's from 2005 and you look at the rock in 2023 and then you look at the rock 18 years ago. And uh, I'm not even dunking on him for it per se, but like it is abundantly clear when he was still under like a drug testing program and <laughs> when he is not because the rock from this movie would be eaten alive by the rock of today. Like oh, by he is, far. he's a beast today. But anyway, anyway, um, and the okay, rock so the was t- never, rock was never a small person either. No, of course. If you not, look at no. it in WWE and post WWE at this point, he but was he's, not small, but he was small compared to the rock today. That's for yeah, darn sure. It was, a, it was a trip watching a movie that's almost 20 years old and seeing how much he's grown physically in the last 20 mm-hmm. years. That dude fucking eats houses. Um, <laughs> I love that, uh, it's so dumb, but I will say as a doom, like, so one of the things I wanted out of this movie was just references to doom. And one of the only references they do that actually worked out was at some point, the rock sees the BFG on like a screen. And I can't remember what the technical term, cause I've always uh, just called it the big the fucking gun too. Big. I, I remember I wrote it down the big force gun. Okay. That's okay. So he sees yeah. like that on like the screen and then he goes to try to get, I love that. He's just like, we're going to need more, more firepower. And so he just decides to like go to this lab and get this gun that he doesn't even know if it fucking exists or if it's just like on a computer screen or whatever. And then he can't get in. And then, cause he needs the DNA. So then he goes against the hand that the doctor Carmack was holding and uses that mm-hmm. to get into the lab. I will say I would have preferred it if it was like, well, you need a blue key card. And then he had to go find a blue key. Like I like that would have been a cool little nod to the games, but whatever. Well, it, but then, well just, just a little nod to the game is that the fact that the, the doctor ha- like the Sam has to go to three different stations to get the information that they have to bring home. So right. That was one of the few video game nods. That you have to go to three locations to get what you need to complete the mission. So, totally. And I, I just thought it would have been funny if he needed it. Cause that's always my big joke about <laughs> doom game. Is <laughs> that fucking colored key card. But yeah, so he gets in there good. and he actually, he actually gets the big fucking gun and then he shoots it and it's fucking insane. And and I will say, for all the shit I'm throwing on this movie, uh, it got us. I don't even know if I would say I popped for it, but it made me happy to see the Rock fire the the big fucking gun. Okay, like I'm glad they put would, that in there. My question is, how was that gun suspended? It was literally floating. Uh, hey, I don't disagree, <laughs> but they also traveled to Mars through a bubble. I know, but so, it was just like I, I was agree, just like. Though. Okay, so like this is like, but that's how it, exactly how it would be presented in a video game. It would be in that floating sphere thing or yeah, yeah. cylinder. It would be in that. It would be floating there if you grabbed it in it the would game. Be. So no it, it was again a little nod to the game that it's floating there. But it's yeah, just, it's just so stupid. Um, and then of course we'd be remiss. We cannot end this episode without 
without talking about this first person scene now oh i when i posted hang on when i posted on social media i was watching this movie i had some people just laughing and be like that movie's so bad and it's shit i did have some people be like well at least you get the cool first person scene so it seems like some some like it and some don't i have to say when when the first of all they faked me out because i assumed it was going to be the rock that got that first person scene when the Reaper first wakes up and real like he looks at himself in the mirror, I thought that was kind of neat. But then after that, when he goes out and starts fighting and calling out for his sister and Sam, Sam, that's it. Yeah, he's calling out for Sam and fighting people. Uh, it it that that scene maybe need a neat concept. That scene went on for way too fucking long. Hmm. I thought. Did you like it? I thought it was. I thought it was Whoa. fun for about ten seconds. For about the first 10 seconds. And then as he's walking through the hallways, what bothered me more than anything is how slow he's moving, how slow he's turning. Yeah. I'm like in, in doom, you do not like, you don't, you're not super fast, but you don't move that slow in doom. Even no. in the original doom, you move quickly. Why is this guy walking at a slow pace? Why is he turning slowly and sees a monster right in front of him and then shoots it? Like, yeah, none of it made any sense. No, that, that, I, that first person yeah. view just was like, oh, just if this was a video game, he would have been killed like six goddamn times. Yeah, when he got up and looked at himself in the in the mirror, I was like, that's kind of cool because like we've all done that when you're playing a first person shooter, you come across a mirror, you go up and look and see if your character's reflected or not. I was like, that's cool. And then, but then like, but then when he starts when he starts fighting the zombies, it looks like a fucking it looks like a high school drama thing. Like they're just mm-hmm. like it's like it's like a shooting gallery. They're just like standing there behind like barriers, like yelling at him, and then they get shot. And they just fall over, and then he yeah, it slowly turns and shoots at another one. And I just thought it was so- the only other part of the first person thing that I thought was kind of cool was when he fights the um like that fucking big mole rat thing that I think is Pinky because it's back oh, it, it's, on the it's wheelchair. Pink, it's definitely Pinky who's been mutated. Yeah. That yeah. I liked because that's a character from Doom that I recognize, and I thought that was kind of cool. But like, and he puts like the flashlight in its mouth, and it's trying to close its mouth with this giant flashlight in it. Mm-hmm. I thought that was kind of neat. But like that first, I was so like, so at this point, I've checked out. So I, when I was watching this movie, I watched about an hour and I fell asleep. So then I stopped it and I came back to it the next night to finish it. And mm-hmm. I, I, at this point, I've given up. I'm like, there's, there's no saving this. This is stupid. But I know that that first person scene is coming up. So I'm like, well, hopefully at least that is cool. Maybe that's like the saving grace. Uh, and then I and then I saw it and I was like, that went on way too long. And I thought it was fucking stupid. Like mm-hmm. it was fun for a minute. And then I thought it was. Fuck the, cha- me, a, the chainsaw part of it was just like, what the fuck? Like, I, I understand you have the chains that you can use that stuff in Doom. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. But. It it made zero sense of those things fly like the thing the Morat took it from him at one point and knocked out his hand with flying past him, but it's like uh... Yeah. And then you know what I just thought of too is like he has his big standoff with Reaper. Reaper has a big standoff at the end with with uh, with Sarge with the rock. And yeah. they're staring at each other and they're like talking and the and, and Rock's like, How many how much you got left? And the Reaper's like, I don't know, about half a clip. And he's like, what about you? And The Rock has the BFG, and he's like, uh, one shot. And and I'm sitting there watching it, and I'm like, and I I don't know if it pisses me off more that the obvious thing didn't happen, or if that the obvious thing did. Like, or that that it, so like, I'm sitting there, and I'm like, the obvious play here is Reaper eventually is going to kill The Rock with the BFG. 
Mm-hmm. And I'm like, with that last shot, that'd be pretty cool, right? Like, but then that doesn't even happen. The Rock shoots the BFG. Reaper steps aside. The Rock misses the shot. And then that's just the end of the BFG. And I'm like, yeah. so what was even the fucking point? Like, what was that? What the fuck was that? How did you miss every fucking thing? How, was- how, do, you, how do you miss the proper use of the most iconic weapon in this entire fucking franchise. When, when that they, I don't when understand. They, when they stare each other down and The Rock says, I have one shot left, I'm in my head, I'm like, there's no way that The Rock doesn't eat the last shot from that BFG. And then, and then he, like, and the best part is, like, it's not even like something drastic happens with it. The Rock shoots it. Reaper just takes a step, which actually is kind of like Doom. The, the Reaper Reaper steps in, takes one step to the right, the shot misses him, and then that's just the end of the BFG. And I was like, you couldn't even fucking do that. And then mm. and then at the end when they get away, they're like on their way back to Earth or whatever, Reaper and, and Sam, and they still don't get into detail about what happened up there. And there's no big closure. It just goes to the credits. And I couldn't decide if I was mad that you didn't give me any big wrap-up of the story or if I was like, thank fuck. This mm-hmm. is over because Jesus Christ, what a shitty movie. I've like, never in my life thought that I could make a better movie than somebody, but I kind of think I could now. Oh, a hundred percent. I think anybody could make a better doom movie than this. A hundred percent. Now they did a sequel. I don't know if it's better, but I doubt it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not watching. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not watching it. You no, never again. No, never. You. If they made like I didn't see Hostel two, and I wouldn't see a Wild Wild West two, and I'm done. I, like, oh come you on! You don't want to see a Wild Wild West two? I would watch no. that. Fuck oh off. That come on! Movie sucks. Minus does, the theme song. The theme song's awesome. But other than that, fuck me. Uh, do we do? Did we touch? I think I don't know if I've missed anything, but like, well, okay, I want to. So like, I want to make. Sh- Go ahead. Is there get, something we getting missed into the me? first person scene, how he got there. Like he was dying from a gunshot yeah. that the rock hit him with. And she injects him with the C24 serum. So your thing, my entire thing is, so, you know, this turns people into monsters. Yeah. Um, why did you give it to your brother? And then, well, I mean, I assume it's like a desperation play, but it's like, so why didn't like, so that was just fine. Like, how do you, like, I just, I don't know. Well, so well because dumb. the way they explained the remains early on is she had, they explained the remains of the human, or the humanoid person they found, that they had superpowers. Again, he's one of the good ones that injected with the 24th right. chromosome gets, essentially becomes superhuman. But it was just, no, ah, just how do you know your, how you, how do you know your brother's not evil? How do you yeah. know he is not, his 10% isn't evil down deep, <laughs> and that he won't turn into the monstrous, monstrous beast. His goddamn code name is Reaper. He can't yeah. be that nice. Like his fucking code name is Reaper. For fuck's sakes, that's a mean name. Anyway, that's I sweet. listen. I want to just say, if I've missed, if we missed any plot lines or plot holes, or you're like, oh, I can't believe they they you missed the point of this or this. You can feel free to message me and tell me if you want to, but I just want to make this abundantly clear. There's literally. Not the only way you can save this movie in my eyes is if you message me and say I accidentally watched the wrong movie. There is nothing else you can say that will make me be like, oh, now it makes sense. Now this movie's great. This movie is awful. <laughs> and the less said of it, the better. What a pile <laughs> of shit. 
Are you oh, good? Oh, very if, much. If so. I, I'm, we... I'm good. That, that was the All last right. part I wanted to talk about was the superpower serum. That's the Fuck last me. Thing I wanted. All right. Well, let's let's score this piece of shit. Um, <laughs> twenty four chromosomes. Let's do that. that out of twenty four, out of twenty four, I, I can't imagine we're gonna get to twenty four. Out of twenty four chromosomes, what do you want to give this fucking thing? I because I, I can't discount the decency of a couple of the people in this movie. And the fact that we did get a BFG, so I'm going to give it like six chromosomes out of 24. That's, that's, and that's being generous. Yeah, I was going to, well, I will lie to you. Like, I was going to give it a better score than that. So, fuck, now, oh. now I feel like a donkey. I was going to give it like an eight. And I thought that was being mean because I was like, I I liked the BFG. I thought Portman was funny. Uh, yeah, but that, the first, that's, that's the, first, the six. It yeah, you're right. It yeah, to yeah. a six for me. The, the, the first 10 minutes weren't terrible. Yeah, uh, it is a bad movie though. Never. If you haven't seen it, the only the only reason I could recommend watching it is out of morbid curiosity, which mm-hmm. admittedly is why I watched it, and I want you all to know how much I regret that decision. So, <laughs> oh, I watched live... it back in 05 when it came out, and I it didn't make me happy then, dude. If I had bought a ticket to see this <laughs> in the theater, I'd be fucking oh, pissed. No, no, I I watched it on video after. Okay, Fuck. I'm right. not. I'd be fucking the pissed. What a piece of shit. All right. Well, the less let's never speak of this again. Um God, no. Fuck me. I'm excited. There's like the, I, I can assure you the next video game movie I watch will not be as bad as this. I don't know what it's gonna be yet, but I'm confident few, it won't be I've as bad. I got a few that this. I got a few that could be worse. I, <laughs> I can't fathom it. Um Andre, you you stay busy when you're not watching shitty movies for my show. What are you uh what are you up to these days? Uh I'm doing a few different things right now um my main thing that i do is uh andre melball wrestling talk where we uh mainly cover japanese professional wrestling uh new japan and stardom lots of we try to we put out at least two shows a week um trying to get then we also have a third show where we talk about the local edmonton scene when we go to when we go to the indie shows um other than that, I if, if you our, my, our our mutual friend Mike the Ref, uh, all my stuff is simulcasted on his channel Backbreaker Media, so you can check me out there also. And then I also uh, cover Marvel shows over on our local establishment on YouTube and Twitch. Uh, we do we talk uh, we talk all the Marvel content as it comes out. Uh, there's uh, today as this comes out, uh, we will be talking live on Twitch, the finale of uh, Secret Invasion. We're going to go live with a couple friends of ours talking that show. So we're very, I'm very excited for, uh, we're going to be watching episode five tomorrow, but you know, lots of great Marvel content coming out there. A lot of other great content on that channel. But yeah, my main one is Andre Melball Wrestling Talk on YouTube, Facebook. Uh, You can find us on either one of their, lots of great stuff we put out there. Just talking Japanese fresh wrestling because we love it. Uh, A lot of G1 coverage right now because that's the big tournament going on and the five-star Grand Prix starts in two weeks, which is Stardom's uh, G1. So yeah, lots of great wrestling coverage. As as a nerd myself, I I love it when I hear other nerds get passionate about their nerdy things. (laughs) So that's good shit. I like it. Uh, You guys can find uh, links to all of that stuff in the description of this podcast, assuming... Andre sends them to me, which he probably will. Um, Andre, good stuff, buddy. Thanks for doing this. And uh, let us never speak of the Doom movie ever again. I bugged you for so long, so I don't need to. I don't need to bug you again. (laughs) We're done. Fuck me. We're done. All right. Good stuff.
And that's going to do it for this week's episode. Andre, thank you so much, my friend, for giving me a call and <sighs> talking the fucking Doom movie. <sighs> and to every single one of you nerds listening to this show, whether this was your first Remember the Game or maybe your 258th, thank you so much for the support. I appreciate it more than you could possibly know. Uh, listen, if you enjoyed this, check out our Patreon. There are fucking hundreds. There's like almost 500 podcasts over there now. And beginning August 7th, we have four additional shows running every week. Purple Monkey Dishwasher, our Simpsons show on Monday, my vlogging show, The Rambling Idiot on Tuesday, Expansion Pass every Thursday, and Game Patch every Friday. Subscriptions start at two bucks a month if you sign up for a year, or three dollars a month if you want to go individually. It's nice and cheap. We donate 5% of it to charity. You help keep the bills on around here. You get a whole bunch of other perks with it. Pretty well the best deal in the history of the universe patreon.com slash remember the game and uh i also have a p.o box you can find that the address for that at remember the game podcast.com along with pretty well everything else to do with the show our merchandise uh, the list of the patreon episodes all that other jibba jabba uh and i'm on twitch whenever i have time to get on there twitch.tv slash remember the game just come by and say hi i don't beg for subs or anything i just need some friends come by and see me that would be very very cool uh, and if you listen if you didn't hate this Leave us a good review, would you? I'm not sure what they accomplished, but I know the other shows ask for them, so I'm going to do my job and do the same. Please leave us a nice review. If you like, if you didn't like it, I don't know. Maybe, I mean, you could leave us a shitty review, but, you know, they hurt my feelings. I, uh, they hurt my feelings. Anyways, uh, you can find links to all of Andre's stuff in the description of this podcast if you want to check it out. I'm going to get out of here, go drink some more coffee, and try to shake the fog off from this past weekend. I'll be back tomorrow. With Expansion Pass 171, where I count down the 10 worst games that I have played since I launched this show. Game Patch will go live on Friday, where we'll talk about all the biggest news in the world of video games. And a week from right fucking now, we'll be back with Remember the Game number 259. And I'm going to put my cards on the table. I have no idea what that episode is going to be about yet. But I'll figure something out. I had seven days. That's lots of time. I'm going to thank some patrons to get out of here. Thank you all so much for the support. I'll talk to you on the next one. Cheers. So long. Goodbye. Remember, the game is brought to you by our Patreons. I just could not puke up all the content I turn out every week without all of your support. The following people are at the senior executive vice president level, and so I am obligated to say their names as quickly as possible to thank them all for their support. In the that We're going in alphabetical order based on your email addresses. A huge thank you, too. These are the hardest ones because there's no rhyme to the reasoning here at all. AB Killin' Just a Fish, Adam Martinette, a dude named Adam West, Jen A Town, Alex R, Itchy Nutsuru, Andre, Andy Hudson, Dave Thompson, Andrew Wright, Benjamin Atkins, It's the Bigfoot, Zamatos, Brandon Dezeba, It's OG, Hago Waffle, Dan Fuselman, Dan of DNA Gaming, Biddy, Captain Ed, Nerdy Hybrid, Bobby Litton, General Fury, High Plains Drifter, Elijah Burns, Brian Weber, Bula, Burt Macklin, Hitchy Poo, Cody Thompson, Adam Blank still has reviewed Mario Galaxy, Trevor Leahy, Chris Flurry, Chris Dickin, Triple, Makeshift Mallow Magic Money, Christian Gabriel, Christopher Britt, Adam Blank's Evil Twin, Drunks and Bad MK, James Clark, Scissor Fist, Cody Richardson, Colin Bollinger, The Fletchman, Neil Cooper, Juris Dr. Mario, Robbie Air, Cesar, Fallen Snow Kiku, B.O. Problem, Daniel, to Chris Williams, Dave McGee, it, oh my god, it froze, dude, that fucking name, the names being out of order are fucking with me hard here. Oh my god, it froze. Dakota Guy, Digital Dave, Decoy Man, The Supreme Chozorizu. 
Doug Dorn, Chevy Boy 9211, Dead Boys on the Roof, Current Remember the Game, Hall of Famer Mark McHugh, Joe the Sandman, Dr. Nightmare 23, Franklin Badge, Ballsack T-Bagger, Eric James, E-Man Trucker, Raging Irish, Big the Cat, Shorzy, Super Dad Bros Podcast, Fraser Burns, Graham Kennedy, G9PSX, Maverick Marty, Jamir Williams, Lucas Valadez, Faded Sufferance, Holmes, Phil Lencher, Philip Ramsey, Isaias, Evolva, James Juan Francesco, Radioactive Man, Jean Red Pram, Sharonic, Max Lagroom, John of the Adult Children Podcast, Can't Destroy Her, Jake Carter, Nothing Could Possibly Go Wrong, The Big Deal, Jake Callahan, John M. Watkins, Joel LeBlanc, Beaver Boy, Johnny, Johnny Zubu81, Laces Out Dan, Johnny from Virginia, Oroku Saki's Gardener, Chugger22, Jordan, Jeff Bergeron, Robothan Dick Whittles, Stud Still Smash, No One Cares, Fill Up My Mouth With Farts, Sleeper Hit, Alexander Camps, Devilish Saint, The Keegs, Kevin Monroe, Ryan Kinchin, Postman, Chris Lovin, Kayach, Aaron Lawson, Gabe, I'm My Foot, Mark Sneed, Lord State Puff. Leroy Westrich, holy cow. Angry t- I'm rusty. Angry Ticks, Matt Hamilton, Just Car Pranks, Beef Dingleberry, Mellow Yellow 8787, Bulma Simp, Zonko 504, Morgan, Mr. Papa Giorgio, Nicole Aldena, Esteban Navarro, Nafe, Nathan Tremblay, Brian Neese, Cam Nelly 23, Nick Creature, Musty Beetle, B Money, Elephant Calves, Donnie the Dude Walter, Frosty Bear, Denzalo, Ryan Perry, Preston Dylan Tourette, Plow King, Alex Ramos, Sean Ramos, Randy Barrage, Big Daddy Randall, Nick Amos, Titan 420, Brian. Ryan Richmond, Slick Rick, Knife Goes and Guts Come Out, Blobby Rogers, Wyatt the Surgeon Who's Not a Surgeon Row, Ray Sam Wontonga, Ruben Elizal, Squeak Nut, Sabin, Mercury 869, Max Sainden, Sam Carpenter, Storm Beagle, Flinny123, Is Sarah Flynn, Blaine the Hoagie Man, Scott Brooks, Steve Dalk, Timmy the Exuberant Turtle, DBXJ, Shoeboxers, Jimothy, AJ Mukherjee, Solomon Soto, Sour Goat Face, C Spin, Robbie DLC, Squints, Atrio Wormwood, Joe Stone, Ted Explosion, Thomas Childs, Frosty V492, Scary Terry, That One Kid, Josh, Mike Maloney, Finish strong. The Fiend, Ryan Calton, Glue Scappin, Thomas Smith, Timothy, Timothy Sabrinsky, Doogie, Tom Houlihan, Fuzzy99, Quiet Place Queen, Trevor McKee, Hired Goons, Because19, Tyler Bauer, Wolf Magic21, Lord Longrod, Von Hugendom, the second, Ryan Whitcomb, John Woodruff, Super Nintendo, Chalmers worked for me, Wolfgang, Darren, Buy Me, Bonestorm, Antonio Echeveria, Darth Skywalker, Kia Pup, Nazuru, Joe Buck, Tunable Powers, Aim Donovan, Guy Who Does Things, Zach Shepard, and Matt Zeus. I'll give myself a 6 out of 10 for that one. I've done worse, but I've done better. Uh, Thank you so much for the support, everybody. Appreciate y'all. Cheers.